0: I'm Joni Hubred, publisher of Farmington Voice, and you're listening to Downtown Lowdown conversations about beautiful downtown Farmington, Michigan. We are here in a Farmington fort. Yes. Today, with, and it's, the wind is blowing outside. There's snow on the ground, but it's a balmy, what, 30? 28 degrees in
1: here feels like (laughs) at least 32
0: right right, right. with with Kate Knight uh the director of our downtown development authority and we are going to talk and pardon the rattling that's the that's the fort which we'll talk about in a moment um about what's going on in downtown Farmington these days we're going to talk about something fun and then we're going to talk about something a little more serious so let's start with uh where we're sitting here um explain to me about the farmington fort and the other structures that are downtown right now thanks johnny this
1: is uh this is my first rendezvous in this fort. this particular mm. structure was put in yesterday
0: oh wow
1: so um it's, it's weathering well so it far, is we have one more that is coming down me install while we're sitting here today so that'll we'll, that will be a nice addition. We, in total, have nine small forks, the greenhouses that um, They're four by six, or they're perfect for a two top, you know, you mm-hmm. bring your hot cocoa in, sure. um, just stop and get out of the wind, send us a picture while you're there, we love it. Um, and we, we see that people are using those, they're finding them, um, which is delightful. We, we find evidence of activity every morning when we go through and do a, a clean sweep. Um, we have these three structures here at Riley Park with assorted heaters as you've seen downtown. Um, we have some fire tables, some high tops. We're seeing record use at the ice rink.
0: Uh, yes, I noticed that. Yeah, it's
1: it's phenomenal. So you know, in a few year, few hours, it is Friday, and you know, we'll see families come down with their ice skates, and they'll take up some carry out, and you know, the parents might have a hot cocoa or a, a mulled wine watching their kids skate, uh, the lights are twinkling, the heaters are on, hopefully. <laughs> and um, it's really been, it's a, been an absolute gem asset for the, for the community.
0: I remember years ago, years ago, uh, the DBA board was talking about wanting to make downtown Farmington a four season destination with something going on all year round. And I think, I think that's been accomplished.
1: You know, um, strange progress. Comes out of a situation like this, this pandemic. You yeah, know, we, we are seeing that people have an increased appetite for getting outside. You know, if you, I, I tried to buy ice skates a couple of weeks ago just to, you know, build oh, yeah. our inventory at, at our house. They're sold out. They're sold. You can't. <laughs> you, can't you can't buy them used. You know, a suppliers. you know, yeah. backed up. So that's a good. That's a good sign.
0: It is. It's a very good sign.
1: Um, and we, so we began working with Oakland County with our ideas for winterization, and um, they. Had one last drop in their uh, in their CARES Act budget, um, and so we we focus specifically on our our restaurant traffic. Mm-hmm. I mean that's that's really the underlying purpose for the the main thrust of this, this last um, cash allocation. In the last few weeks of 2020, uh, we worked with Oakland County to infuse. Um, a decent grant into the the bank accounts of our eateries downtown who are most impacted by dining room closure. I mean, it's so difficult. Carry out, doesn't cut it. So that was one focus of this last effort with this uh, restaurant relief winterization. Mm -hmm. And then we also uh, had been investing as as a DDA in these flame towers that you see around downtown. Um, You know, they're, they're beautiful. They're a signal that we're open. Uh, we're paying for those who are paying for the propane to go in there. It's a significant cost oh, that wow. our, our yeah. merchants are not uh, not all able to do it. So right. we're uh, focusing on anyone who wants to maintain some someones of an outdoor patio in mm-hmm. um, or just carry out. You know, it's a place to stand and wait while you are, you know, finishing up your, your syndicate cocktail and waiting for your food to, to come out to you. And um, the wild thing is, after since launching this on New Year's Eve, it's been busy
0: yeah
1: people are coming out uh it you can come out on a wednesday night and see uh the the high top tables on green river and everyone's occupied with Mm -hmm. two people who've just broken out of their household after working at home all day (laughs) they're ready for a hot cocoa or a cider and they just um they just need to get out and about so um, we're seeing some expanded retail hours as a result of that. This is typically a pretty quiet time uh, in that in that calendar mm-hmm. stretch after the holidays, before it warms up. But we are seeing this vibrancy downtown that is an absolute delight. We think that um, in a quantifiable form, the syndicate paid for itself in the very first weekend it was open. Wow! In terms of additional uh, point of revenue for our, our restaurants and bars. Um, and if that's if that's all it did, it would be worth it. Mm-hmm. So we're seeing uh, repeat traffic, and continued traffic, and interest, and wonderful stories being told, um, you know, locally, regionally. We're the second social district in Oakland County. Uh, felt like it was a long time getting to this point, but <laughs> it <did>. we, uh, <laughs> we weren't sure about opening it when we did, but it's, uh, it's been a shot in the arm for a lot of our bars and eateries.
0: And you're you're kind of taking advantage of that too with um, with a special event series this month. Heart the art. Yes. Hot yes. Coco crawl. Hot Coco crawl. Who doesn't like
1: that? <laughs>
0: it sounds good to me. Right. Especially uh, if it's boozy. Yeah, hot cocoa. That's
1: a that's an option. That's a viable option <laughs> these days. Um, and so you can enjoy it. Again, it's uh, it's passive. It's at your own pace and your your comfort level with however you'd like to interact with folks. Um, Last night was our opening night. It uh crept to a start and then all of a sudden it was uh a raging hit and there were a lot of people here who I'm sure were are here to support public art. But
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure <laughs> get out in the, snow. in the snow.
1: In the snow. It was you know, we have live music. Um when's the last time we've heard live music? It's uh it's mm-hmm. frankly an idea we copied from one of our pure downtowns. Um, mm-hmm. but in, it was a fall, uh Expo there. We are choosing to do it four nights in Thursday. We'll have uh, Mark gay play uh, in various windows downtown. So it's an office or retail. Uh, last night it was a bar window. The speakers are on the street, but it's like listening to live music in a, in a different time. Yeah. So bundle up, grab a hot drink. Um, we have a, a public art tour next yes, Thursday night. Yes, I,
0: I saw that. The,
1: uh, the DV... CDA has arranged for uh, it to be zero degrees next Thursday mm-hmm. so um, yeah I've heard that yep.
0: we'll
1: see we'll see what happens there but right now we have some really uh, hardline art lovers who are lined up to do tours Mary Lou Depol will be talking about her mural yep. at, at Sunflower Bay House we have speakers at John Martin is going to talk about his piece our very first mural on the State Street side of CVS. Um, you have Ted Hadfield talking about the David Barr sculptures here at Raleigh Park and and more Macarthan with the vines mural. Mm-hmm. Um wow. so it's a it's an interesting time to come through and uh, certainly with a hot drink and a, a lantern tour. We have heaters to warm yourself. With.
0: That's a good we,
1: thing. we encourage everyone to come out.
0: It's surprising how much art there is downtown now.
1: We are we are amassing an inventory of public art. We're lucky. Mm-hmm. And we're just getting started. Yeah, as you know it's it's uh, an offshoot of our public art blueprint, right, yeah. you know, it's the manifestation right. of that whole, that plan. Um, in fact, the Michigan Downtown Association has a podcast for those of your fans yes. who are affiliated. You're familiar
0: with this? Yes, I am. Yes, the very,
1: am. very two episodes of In My, so Michigan am I, In My Downtown, are hosted by my predecessor and your friend, Annette Knowles. Annette
0: Knowles,
1: yeah. Um, and we talk about public art in downtown Farmington. The whole, the first two episodes are really... How it came about, uh, both conceptually, and then how we started to execute these projects. So, if you're really wonky and you want that much detail, uh, you could check that out.
0: It is. I I will say I did check it out, and uh, and it is um, from from my perspective as someone who's been here a long time. It's it's kind of nice to think back about you know what this was. This was a big old empty parking lot for a long time. And how it's evolved and how the downtown has evolved and added new features and 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 it all takes people power and, you know, passion and officials who really kind of get the whole idea of creating that that space. Yes. That that, that space place play. Yes. We, we we're really
1: lucky. We have a, a team. Um yeah, our our council right now I think is uh Progressive. They, they have good vision. Our DD board really gets it. Um, they're very empowering. Uh, you know, they're, they're looking ahead as well as you know, investing in, in the right now.
0: And uh, it's it is an exciting time in downtown. And the other exciting, really exciting project that's going on. I, I hear the walls are rattling. That's some kind of old yeah.
1: thing. <laughs> It's the winds of change. The Jonas. winds
0: of change are blowing yeah. through downtown farming. Um, so we have the Maxfield Training Center project. And yes. for those who aren't familiar, um, the Maxfield Training Center has been a vacant building for a very long time on Thomas Street. Yes. Um, just north of Grand River. And the city purchased it last last year? Yes. Okay. And uh, now we are looking at, or the, the city is and the DDA are, are looking at this project and looking at two potential uh, concepts mm-hmm. and this is this is a huge 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 thing because this is going to be 40 50 years into the future of an impact yes. on our downtown so we have robertson brothers uh they're proposing a um, like a, a lower density owner occupied townhome project and then we have river Caddis, which is kind of pushing the envelope a little bit with some uh, luxury apartments, and I understand that you have done some touring of these two developers, so, or their, their projects in other communities. Yes. So tell us what your, some of your thoughts are about this, and, and after seeing the work that both of these companies have done.
1: Well, without being able to comment specifically uh, right, on right, every right. project, um, you know, we could talk about the types. You know, we yeah. have two really um, exciting choices, and I and I think it's uh, exciting that at the end of this, we'll have a, a multi-million dollar investment in yeah. downtown, and it will be an infusion of um, vigor and uh, dollars into into downtown. Uh, anyone who elects to live in that location and we believe that it is uh, highly desirable
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, is here because of the the location right it's downtown yeah. and uh, we don't have any. well we have some some staff, but we don't have nearly enough right um it's I, our dv chair who's a real estate broker pointed out at our board meeting this week we have one condo for sale and one single family home for sale uh, there's a waiting in in Farmington. <laughs> just one? Yeah, it's uh, it's crazy, and, uh, and wow. there's, a, there's a waiting list at the nearest uh, complex yeah. apartment complex. It's it's uh, highly desirable to live there because it's walkable, mm-hmm. um, and with no competition, right? They, there's right. nothing else. So we know that we're uh, we're really underserved with those other options that are not just single-family home. Mm. Um, and mm-hmm. downtowns thrive with density. So, it's been uh, a non residential site for, but commercial site, you know, school,
0: yeah.
1: um, not commercial, but um, higher density, more traffic yeah. since yeah. the Civil War. Right. So, um, it's interesting. It's interesting. And I, and I think that um, we should advocate as a community for a high level of design.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and so, massing and quality of construction are very important. I think that community benefit is very important, looking at those. Uh, things and I know city council; it's their decision. They'll um, they'll vet those mm-hmm. those uh, experiences with these two options they have. Um, you know, it's an opportunity to connect Shiawassee Park with downtown, and that is a an absolute must, I think, mm-hmm. with this project. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I those developers should have an absolutely clear understanding of that. Um, yeah. Compacted with, you know, it's a brownfield, right? I mean, there's a, it's a complex site. Oh, yeah. and, lots, and we're going to run into things at that site that we, we don't know about right now, even with the the really extensive, um, you know, soil analysis and environmental engineering assessment we've done thus far to understand what our brownfield potential is there. Um, so, it will be it will take a special uh, developer who's willing to take that on. Um, and we'd like them to think hard about how, how special this site is. We don't have a lot of other locations like this right. that could, um, field that density and, um, would, you know, would so directly serve downtown. Sure. Uh, and that's what it's for. That's what, um, what that location is for.
0: And what, what do you see as the impact on, on downtown businesses and, and just in general, the, the, um. Uh, the the viability mm-hmm. of downtown Farmington for a
1: project like that. So I'm an urban planner. Uh, yeah. you know, design background. I'm I'm focused very much on um, you know maximizing what we could see as our, our legacy going forward um, with great design. Um, what we're looking at between owner occupied and renter occupied, you know, the price of the with the rent uh, rental rates they're forecasting for those units. Uh, which will be in demand um yeah you know, they the the rule of thumb is if it's within 20 percent of uh, what the owner occupied mortgage rate was the economic impact is same. it's the it's the same okay so um i think that there's sometimes uh you know we've we've talked about this before downtowns so you want to have a mix of residential options um i think that there one of the development proposals uh, used the word transient multiple times, which yeah. is, uh, uh, it's questionable. And I think that's unfortunate. I think that um, that's selling it us short. <laughs> People who, who have lived other places anywhere else, right, where this type of development is going to attract not only someone who's looking to get into a, a home. In Farmington, but maybe they're looking to scale out of a home.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, there, there, there should be no preconceived notion about who's able to afford an apartment this, this beautiful in downtown. I think yeah. uh, that's a real disservice to. Um, to discount just on the idea of one being rental versus owner occupied, so that's neither here nor there. Um, if you're looking at some, if you're someone from Austin or Boston coming into the area yep. and you're seeking a downtown, um, that's your stuff. Yeah, that's your that's your welcome into the community. Um, and you know, I've talked to folks who have moved here. I, there was a a woman who will recognize herself if I describe her, but she. <laughs> She was moving um, out of a, a large single-family home, wanted to be a walkable downtown, didn't want to be Out, just be a bit Birmingham or just you know, those options. She, she posted up at Starbucks one day for about eight hours and was working and reading and drinking coffee. She said the, the people that were streaming through, um, you know, the, the breadth and, and diversity of all kinds of people from early in the morning until, you know, late in, into the evening yeah. was wonderful. And that's really Barmington
0: yeah
1: it really is it's it's uh our, our culture here in our downtown culture is ever evolving and it's vibrant and it's uh, it's and good it's good to you know experience that so it is, it um, is. she waited for one one uh, unit to come up and they purchased it and so they're within a walkable distance of downtown oh, Wow yeah there the demand is huge
0: yeah it's I'm I'm surprised when, when you when you said one <laughs> it's <laughs> that's that's uh that's surprising. Although, I mean, who wouldn't wanna live here? That's right? a, it's
1: really a testament to the community, it? right? That we have yeah. such a low inventory uh, available for purchase right now, or rent. Yeah. So it's um, I think it's a success story. I I blame in part the excellent of our the excellence
0: of our public services. Absolutely, yes. absolutely. As you should. It's kind of their fault. <laughs> it is. Le- leaf pickup? Who does that? Exactly. Farmington, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and other people covet that. Yes. They envy people in Farmington yes. Hills envy our yes. leaf pickup. I yeah. know that is true because I see it every year. Yeah. What do you mean we don't have leaf pickup yeah. in Farmington Hills? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. It's just you know, it's uh, there. There's always been talk about you know Farmington Farmington Hills merging, and. Every time that conversation comes up, somebody brings up leaf pickup because you say it would disappear. Right? It's one of those. Yeah. Those little jewels. Uh, a
1: recent uh, appointee to the Farmington City Council um, listed in his uh, major priorities um, the continued improvement of downtown Farmington, which sure. uh, which is very lovely since it's not even their municipality. Yeah. So thank you. Yeah. It's well, <laughs> well
0: it's a good thing.
1: Come on down. <laughs> We are your downtown.
0: We, are, we are everybody's We love you. We are everybody's we downtown. Heart, we heart them. <laughs> As we heart the art. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. Uh, anything else that's exciting and new in downtown Farmington that we should all know about? We, we should all start mentally preparing ourselves,
1: not only for spring, but for some amended traffic patterns downtown oh okay this this is a happy story it's it's coming with development um the restoration and renovation of the former village mall farm state savings bank we're working with our construction team right now and um traffic engineers to understand how we are going to load all of those uh steel beams and beautiful features and new windows um that are um you know, an absolute upgrade and, and uh, wonderful treatment for that historic building uh, during uh, during rush hour, basically. Mm-hmm. So we'll see some traffic closure, some lanes impacted, at least during rush hour. Um, it could begin as soon as March. That's four weeks away. Wow! So we are about to see some major activity with the restoration of that building. And um, it's, it's very exciting. So we'll, yeah. we'll go right into that. We're completing our survey work with the Farmington Road streetscape. Um, we'll, we'll wrap up our design and engineering on that. That should start in 2022. Mm-hmm. So we won't do it all at once. Um, and then with MTC, our, our great hope is that we can immediately jump into a, a problem-solving exercise with finding the very perfect thing for that site and that we would see a shovel dig in in uh, fall of 21.
0: Wow things are going to change. Things are changing. Again. Yes. Yes. It's awesome. It's awesome. Because we all love our downtown and we want it to succeed and thrive and and it seems to be even even with COVID.
1: Even with COVID.
0: Even with COVID. We're you know we're seeing tremendous
1: interest in um, you know if there's a property available a commercial property lots of lots of looks are happening. Um, and our, our walkability is a, is a key piece of that. Um, mm-hmm. Our Fresh Time grocery store is a huge piece of that. We we'll just yeah. talked them. They're consistently in the top three uh, performers in that, in that chain. That's
0: fantastic. Here's a little more of
1: detail, Johnny. Of 70, 72 stores, Fresh Time stores, there are two that are mini footprints. Small yes. versions. Ours is one of those, yep. you know. Yep. And still, still we're in the top three.
0: Wow. Well, that's one of my favorite stores. That's so. great. That's great. I've been <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah, it's awesome. All right. Well, thanks again for taking time in in this lovely Farmington Fort uh, to to give us the lowdown. I appreciate it.
1: Thank you for asking. What's happening? I we always uh, we love to lowdown.
0: Absolutely. <laughs>